I got the multi pack of beef, mate. <laughs> it was Ooh. just an eight pack of beef ones, beefies. Eight pack of beef. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the IGN UK podcast. It's me, Simon. I'm with Jesse Gomez. What up, pimps? It's me. What's that? <laughs> Do you want to you take that back? You let yourself down there. <laughs> no, you I'm let cool. yourself down. Hey, everyone. How's it going? Uh, I'm fine, thank you. Dale, how are the uh, Space Raiders going? It's, oh, mate. They're the big beefy ones as well. Like, if, if you're a fan of Space Raiders, let me tell you, the red beefy alien ones, that's what you go for. Aren't they just Why cheap are the beef ones munch? red? Like... No other crisp flavour. Hmm, I guess is red because uh, it red is an aggressive colour and beef One is an aggressive flavour. Beef is an aggressive. <laughs> meat. Also, beef can be beef can be red as well, right? Yeah, it can be, and yeah. it should be. Some would say. Yeah, I mean, uh, it should be. Yeah, well, pink, but I don't want it red. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want it bleeding? Yeah. Yes, please. Like bloody. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, that was frightening. Do you know what else is frightening? Phasmophobia. Yeah, I've got to put these space raiders to the side. Sorry, I just was about to start <laughs> yeah, eating yeah, them again. Do not eat space raiders on a podcast because that could be the worst thing you could do for everyone's ears. I've put them um, aside. Phasmophobia is a game that both of you have played. I have not. I know very little about this game apart from you talk to ghosts and it's kind of like an actual... Is it like an actual scary Ghostbusters? Is Ooh. that what it is? So, I, don't, I don't think you're actually doing a bit of ghost busting. It's just more like initial investigation mm. so really. uh, what, what would make it sound it, saying it this way perhaps makes it sound more boring than what it is, is yeah. it's like ghost research <laughs> but you're <laughs> okay. but you're doing it in the field who are you gonna call ghost research <laughs> it doesn't have the same <laughs> but you're so so how it works is as a team or i guess you could do it individually as well but as a co-op team you're sent on a location which is always haunted or spooky of some kind. And then you're sent in there to gather research and intel on what type of ghost this is. And how to finish the game is to solve that, to report back what ghost is. Uh, that sounds simple enough, but the issue is obviously sometimes the ghost doesn't like being researched and tends to react quite badly. And that can lead that leads to the action element. That leads to you know you can be killed by the ghost. You um you can be haunted by it and just harassed by it while you're trying to see if he's left like fingerprints on a doorway. Yeah. Um. What well, what like so there's what say six different clues there's, that the ghosts have. So there are like a bunch. So there's a bunch of different ghosts, and as you're investigating whatever place you're at, you have this journal, and you need to find essentially three clues, which then narrows down what kind of ghost it is. So for example, the most common type of ghost is a spirit. And in order for you to find out, you know, if it is a spirit, then you need to bring a radio along with you. So you need to ask questions to the ghost, which a lot of the time is just asking, you know, are you friendly? What's your name? But also you can piss it off by saying Are, it's th- name are they too. ever friendly? I mean, sometimes you can find ghosts that just, you know, they won't harm you at all. Yeah. And so they're like, we get instructions at the start telling you what information has already been gathered. Like sometimes it says, this ghost will only like appear in when groups are around it or if someone's on their own. And they, they all have their own kind of little nuances and things that they react to. And the whole game is working out what type of ghost it is, how the best to deal with it, and, and like how best to gather your evidence without getting killed, basically. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, and I'd say it's really like. It's something that maybe the description of it doesn't quite do it justice, I think, because it's it's a really intense experience. Obviously, as soon as you're in these locations, it's dark, it's always raining, it's at night, and you're you're constantly hounded by these little 
like thuds in the distance and doors creaking and then uh, like lights flickering on and off and thuds and footsteps and yeah. it's quite an intense experience and like is it kind of randomly like is there a set number of ghosts or are they kind of like randomly no, so, so like, every are, time you don't know what it's going to be there are a bunch of different ghosts so you might have something that's like a spirit which is common or you might have a poltergeist which obviously moves objects around the room or you might have like a, a demon which will actually attempt to kill you and hunt you down and stuff I mean, they all have their own little nuances and you only really find out what they are until, you know, some bad stuff starts happening. Yeah. But, um, and, I th and the thing is, sometimes you get um, you get glimpses of them in the distance or in the shadows or you see like reflections of them. Yeah. And sometimes like we, so me, Jesse and Matt played it yesterday, but we're doing it, we've done it for a video, which is actually going live next week. Um, and then there's a, an instance near the start where me and Jesse both saw this guy as we were walking downstairs, but Matt didn't see him. He was a non-believer throughout the yeah, entire he, thing. <laughs> he honestly thought we were making it up. We were just trying to freak him out. I was like, no, we saw this massive butcher walk past. <laughs> it was really messed up. Yeah. <laughs> and it's part, like, am I right in thinking, like, the thing that makes it more, at the moment it just sounds like a co-op game. You're, like, going around a house looking for a ghost. It sounds, like, isn't the unique part of it that you actually have to use your voice yeah yeah that's i've never really encountered that in a game before where i mean even when you start up the game it asks you to set up your microphone and ask you to say a phrase in order to get the voice recognition but that's it is weird where you know you're walking around the house and then one person forgets the name of the ghost and if you say the name of the ghost then it pisses it off so if you ask a question like that and then someone just blurts out the ghost could come out and try and hunt you but aside from that which is an extreme scenario just getting what's called a spirit box which is essentially a little radio turning it on and then asking the ghost a question and i think there's like 150 questions you can ask it in terms of what the developer actually put in but depending on what you ask the ghost might say i know you could say are you a boy or a girl and it'll say you know boy or whatever and then you can ask its age or you can ask is it friendly and sometimes it might just reply die and then it comes up <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. but yeah, there's a bunch of little different methods you can use to hunt down the ghost so mm. whenever you before you actually start like around you're in this little hub area and you get to choose what equipment you want to take with you so there's a money system in the game and there are levels that you can like rank up in so the higher the rank the more equipment you'll get so if you get to like rank 10 you might get a motion sensor but as you start out you only really have simple things like um a ghost book so you can like put a book down ask the ghost a question and might like write down some notes so that's a clue or you might have the spirit box or you might get like black light so you can try and find fingerprints and stuff Mm. Yeah, there's also but, like I we didn't get to it when we were playing but there's like Ouija boards as well right yeah where you can Ouija actually communicate boards. with them yeah and it might give well. you clues as to like where the ghost might be or if you end up using the spirit I mean like the Ouija board then it might actually piss off the ghost and it'll just try and kill you so that's so that's a cool thing that I enjoyed about it as well it's not just it's definitely there's peaks and troughs to the action mm. because you're there's a the opening process where you're trying to find what room so the ghost is always sort of associated to one room that's kind of like the room they're haunting and it's that process of trying to work out what that is at the beginning and then it's like planting your evidence so you can for example you can plant down a camera that you turn on and you can see it back from your van so you have to return out the house and go back to the van and view through the camera and there's like this moment where just the action settles you start to relax and then you've got to go for another round of trying to gather more evidence and I, I really enjoyed that aspect of it the <laughs> the sort of the relief of escaping out the house and being okay and then sit, talking to each other and rip, thinking about what's our next next best course of action yeah. to like get these so clues that we need how long roughly is around then i mean it can last from anything between 10 minutes to 30 really it depends because um hmm. e even if you don't break if you bring the wrong equipment then you might not be able to you know complete the optional objectives or even find out what ghost it is and at that point 
And essentially it comes down to, you have a journal, so you have to find three pieces of evidence and then you jot, you select those pieces of evidence you found in your journal and then it narrows down what ghost it is. But you might only find two pieces of evidence and then that leaves three potential possibilities of what ghost is. And it's all about finding the right evidence, finding out what ghost is and then getting back in the van and then you get money by either guessing it correctly or, you know, getting optional objectives like taking pictures of dirty sinks that ghosts have activated <laughs> or little voodoo dolls you might find across like the house or whatever. Oh, it'd be cool if like they teamed up with like Kojima and then one of the houses was just the PT house. Oh my to god, no, I wouldn't want to go in that one and do that. With Lisa roaming around, no thanks. Also, it's fully um, playable in VR as well, which makes it quite funny when you're playing mouse and keyboard and then you have one person in VR who just looks absolutely mad. And it adjusts the height as well. So yesterday when I was playing, there was some guy who was like, Six five or whatever, and he was ginormous compared to any other character in the game. <laughs> Terrifying, Slenderman. So there, there, um, there is that really bizarre thing with the models of the people you're playing with. So I've never seen it in a game before. Maybe, maybe I just haven't seen it. But when they look down, you see their whole like stomach crunch over, and like their their head goes down. And when you look up, they do they bend their whole body backwards like they're doing a crab. Yeah, <laughs> and it's, it's like they have no neck. They just to look down no, they have to move their from whole their waist stomach. Down. Their whole yeah, their stomach. <laughs> and it, oh, it's it's bizarre, but it makes for some really funny moments as well. Yeah. When you see someone crawling around like exorcist moments going down the stairs backwards with your body crunched over. How weird would it be if you were playing the game? And the name of the ghost was actually you. That would be awful. Mate, one of the names of the ghosts in the one we played was Tommy Robinson. So that was <laughs> that was peculiar. It, t- it took me a while to find out exactly why that name was so funny. And then I felt bad. <laughs> yeah, there is uh, no way that that is a nice ghost. Um, <laughs> so is it actually scary or is it funny? It sounds like it's kind of No, it can, be, it can be scary, especially yeah. where... You know, you might be walking up the stairs and all of a sudden you see a shadow in front of you and another person might hear a whisper in their ear and then, you know, someone like Matt who just doesn't fucking believe it's happening and he's just calling, <laughs> he's calling you a liar. But it's um, also when you... Th- th- is there any reason to lie? Like, there's no betrayal or any factor. No, no, there? not no. all. But I guess, you know, one ghost might latch onto one particular player if that ghost feels threatened by that player hmm. whilst another person's just pissing okay. about. And it's, it's, it's like, you know, perception is reality, right? And if you're not seeing anything, but all these other people are talking about it, your assumption is that, what are they on yeah, about? Yeah, shit. <laughs> um, then, but there is some like scary, mo- I mean, the first time you get killed by the ghost is, is proper terrifying. And when you see your friends being killed, so you don't see the ghost, you can just see them in the corner of the room, like Blair Witch style, like contorting oh, all their arms <laughs> going everywhere. That is that terrifying. on the floor. It's quite yeah. funny, actually. And then also there was a moment when we were playing where Matt had died and we were being hounded and me and Jess we're just trapped in this little bathroom we had to turn our lights off and just both duck down and just wait while we could hear it walking around the hallways yeah. we were just waiting for a moment to just to get out of there and there was like there was a great tension in that moment of just, just whispering going just be quiet wait for it to go because you, you realise it can hear your voice as well like if you yeah. like we said earlier if you call out its name it will antagonise the ghost and make it more aggressive as well Tommy Robinson <laughs> Tommy, Tommy Robinson. are you there Tommy <laughs> 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 I hope not. Um, cool. That sound. It's only on PC at the it's moment. It's on right? PC as of now. I believe it's just like a single developer doing this. Um, but the game's dead cheap for I think like twelve quid. You know, if yeah. you get a little gang together, and there's tons of people playing it because right now it's you know fairly huge on Twitch and YouTube. Mm-hmm. You're always able to find a match. Yeah, um, I, I would think say as cheap it is. It's quite fun if you find a group and just get going. I would say like I did the tutorial bit in single player, and it's just. It's not the same experience. Like, yeah, yeah, playing it co-op is where the fun is as well. And so, do you need a microphone to fully 
You d- like, I mean, can you, you play it without one? Yeah, you can play it without one, but then you're not really being, I guess, a team player, I guess, because mm-hmm. then you're just kind of finding clues without the main component, which is using your voice primarily. Because I've joined a few matches where, you know, no one's using a microphone because, you know, I guess some people aren't comfortable doing that. And the match is just really boring. People just go into the clues, trying to find them, and then just they just go back to the van. And it doesn't feel that fun. Yeah, you yeah. have to, you know, kind of become part of the game because yeah, no one you has the microphone be, and you're just walking about it's boring you have to be part there of the experience go. you know you have to you have to pretend it's real to make yeah. it really fun you know that is phasmophobia right mm. p-h-a-s-m-o phobia. p-h-o-b-i-a <laughs> yeah not phantasmophobia F-M-O- <laughs> yeah alex and i keeps calling it phantasmophobia <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's the Disney version. Mickey turns up as a ghost. <laughs> I would I like that to be play fair. that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I play a game at a haunted Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Why has that film not been made yet? Like Halloween Disneyland, where like the rides come to life. <laughs> like, I, I should be writing these things. All right. Nothing stopping you, mate. Go for it. Go for, yeah, go for, nothing <laughs> stopped me apart from all the Disney licenses. <laughs> <laughs> Cross that bridge when you get to it. Yeah. Well, from one haunted theme park to one haunted manor oh <laughs> the haunting God. of Bly Manor mm. I haven't started yet because I've been re-watching um, Hill House what, that, yeah Hill House mm-hmm. the first one the amazing one uh, I know it's not connected in any way but I just wanted to finish it before starting it because you can't have two haunted houses going on at the same time no, of course not. It's too much they're not, they're not con- um, they are connected in real world terms obviously uh, like it's the same Production same company, same producer, car- uh, cast, yeah, yeah, and but yeah, lot, oh well, yeah. There's there's a handful of people who are the same cast mm-hmm. as well. Like it's not, it's, it's, there is new people as well. But yeah, story wise, absolutely no connected. Um, as far as I know, anyway. No. Um, you guys, have you finished it, though? Yes. So I finished it like pretty quickly, actually. On the, it came out on the Friday and I finished it by Sunday. So we blasted oh, it yes. on the weekend. I mean, the, the, in Europe. There's like eight episodes there. Oh, nine episodes, sorry. And they're like 45 minutes each. So it doesn't take too long. You can get through them. Mm. I'm sure once I start, I'll get through them. Jesse, you're like, say like two thirds away from Yeah, I'm about like, I think maybe six episodes in as of now, I think, mm. watching kind of two episodes so a day. What What do you guys think? Because the, the consensus I've heard is that it's still very good. It's just not Hill House. But then again, I think Hill House <clears throat> is close to a masterpiece. I think it's so a lot it's slower than get up Hill House, to yeah, be honest. I would agree with that. I would say the first two episodes... Um, I think it's definitely there's less on uh, like I found myself less fearful while watching it and and less tense Um, obviously there's the children what everyone talks about being you know slightly creepy but I always just found it you know it just feels like an off place as opposed to a haunted place Mm. Um, obviously it goes without saying that the show ramps up right towards the end Um, but I do think it takes a, a little bit longer to get going than Hill House did Hill House felt like we hit the ground running straight away Whereas Bly Manor feels a little bit more of a slower pace. It really feels like about episode five where it really, really picked up and ramps up yeah. around that time. Um, overall, though, I, I thought I really enjoyed it. I think some of the performances are really good. I think it's um, a clever piece put together. It's based on, what is it, Turn of the Screw, the book called Turn of the Screw, I think. Mm-hmm. And um, it's a, like, a clever like modernization of that. Uh, but overall I would say Hill House definitely is like you said um, I'm not sure about Masterpiece but it's definitely up there like a phenomenal show yeah. um, and I think Blind Manor just falls just a little bit short of that but still like has a lot of merit itself I've heard, yeah it's less focused not that 
Hill House is terrifying, but it was definitely a horror, like mm. a full-on ghost horror. Whereas this is kind of it's a lot more about it's kind of it was, love stories. It was kind of fair. a yeah. yeah. The original was kind of like a family drama, really, with a ghost story. But yeah, this I've kind of heard it's more of a kind of a love story, really. Well, yeah, it's some ghosts, absolutely yeah. um, a love story, and not just like located to one couple. There's there's many people, and it's and mm-hmm. it's about people who have loved and lost, and people are trying to love, and yeah. and you know, yeah, that that's essentially the story. But I think they connect it really well. They do. They have some like they don't have anything like Hill House's um, episode that would look like it was all one shot, which I, which mm-hmm. was like the fifth or sixth episode. Sick, yeah. yeah. Um, that was a phenomenal episode but they but they do have a couple that sort of lean into concept and they they do that with time a lot there's a lot of um, jumping backwards and forwards between time periods and not quite sure where you are in the yeah, time the episode and I just watched was all of that and I think that's the yeah. best episode I've seen so far yeah I mean it's down to the audience to sort of calibrate themselves and sort of work out what periods are in because the show doesn't overtly mm-hmm. like you know give you that information which is really interesting and um yeah i really enjoyed those ones i think i think some of the performances are pretty good but i do think some of the some of the english accents are a little bit i've heard that some of the accents and just some of the general feel like it doesn't feel like it's in england like it feels like it has been shot in america it 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 does feel like america's vision of what sort of upper class (laughs) middle of nowhere england feels like yeah to a certain degree and yeah there's a there's an there's a, a northern accent in there <laughs> that every now and again just like completely really throws, throws a curveball and it really <laughs> it just doesn't quite feel right it's close it's so close but there's just something yeah. you know is it's, that Carla Gigi, Carla Gugino's accent yes it is yeah. Yeah, I've heard that it's, uh, it wanders <laughs> yeah. <I'd say. laughs> I can't wait to watch it I mean I don't know if we have much more to say because we don't want to spoil it all, no but, yeah uh, just, I'd it say like, like it's another very good watch. Yeah, and I think it's a, a, just another um, notch for Mike Flanagan, right? As well, like, mm-hmm. I think he's like one of the best horror directors out there right now, and he's one of those directors that uh, we he did a video with him recently, and we had him in our studio last year. And he's someone until you actually think about all of his pieces of work, what he's done, you don't realize how like robust he is in the horror genre. Mm-hmm. Like, he's done some good stuff, and I think like this is another one. I know he's only directed one episode, and he was the producer of it. Mm. but it's another like good piece of work so I'm looking forward to what yeah. he does next yeah he is a very nice man as well mm. Mm. let's talk about something that's not horror related because it is still two weeks away from Halloween I'm sure we'll have some sort of Halloween special mm-hmm. I've just put that out there we've not discussed it. yeah what? <laughs> well, I I'm gonna we'll go probably talk about some more horror I'm gonna stuff. go try and see St. Maud this week which I've heard is I've fantastic heard yeah I've heard that's very good so maybe that. um but for now, the PlayStation 5 UI was revealed Ooh. this week, which I feel like we've, that's the one thing for a couple of weeks now. We've been like, I still don't know what mm. this console does apart from <laughs> obviously slightly better games, supposedly. But it was cool to see. I had it in my head that the UI wasn't going to change a lot from the PS4, but yeah. it's actually changed a lot more than I thought it was going to. Yeah, I guess that's from the Xbox one, right? Because they haven't like fundamentally ripped it apart, really. Yeah, it's just they? faster, come- isn't it? They've just adapted it slightly. Whereas this one, I mean, I, I guess the bare bones is still the same, but visually is presented like it looks fresh, it feels fresh. It seems I like it's nice and me. clean. Yeah, it's like an app basically. Yeah. Like it, I like it a lot. Mm. Uh, I don't know how it's the same with all these things. Like especially like when like new phones come out and they're like all these little features. I'm like, 
I don't know if I'm going to use many of these, mm. but it's nice to have them there. Yeah, because you have yeah, the option but... to like press one button instantly when you're playing a game, and you know it brings up what like potential hints if you're a PS Plus subscriber. And yeah, stuff. the game help section. Use that really because it's dependent on the devs as well, I guess. So not mm. every game is going to have it. No. Some of that stuff felt really spoilery to me as well. Like, um, I guess they said they're very careful not to spoil it. Yeah, but then there's the the showing you how long a level could potentially be and then showing you what the next level is going to be and yeah, I don't know that's... like part of me I mean I suppose it's completely up to me I can just not look at that stuff right it's just there for the people who want it like the but game even if you like... get like a little hint because you know your eyes are going to you know just get a little glance at it and then if you find out that this mission might just be 10 minutes or 5 minutes long you're like oh okay yeah but just... it's, I guess it's you know it's it's giving that option for people who want it and that, mm. that can't that's never a bad thing is it really I is suppose it? it's better like their reasoning was that if it's tailored by PlayStation, the hint won't be spoiled at all. Whereas you do run that risk. Like if you are stuck in a game, search on YouTube. Like so many people just put spoilers in thumbnails. Yeah. Like yeah, I know we're true. very careful. Mm. Like in all our walkthrough stuff, like we put spo- like things are hidden by spoilers. We don't spoil anything or not intentionally spoil anything yeah. anyway. Yeah. But um, I did see a yeah, few people much on safer. Twitter though saying that oh, I guess I'm out of a job because PlayStation are writing their own guides now. It's like, <laughs> calm down. <laughs> I don't feel I don't feel they're quite uh, doing that. Yeah, yeah. What 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 would you say is? Uh, so I've got two things that I'm really excited about that they just sort of casually mentioned during that UI. Well, it wasn't even yeah. So the one thing for me was uh, being able to capture yes. in 4K. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was one of them. <laughs> <Let's> straight because <laughs> that will save a lot. That would mean not having to hook up capture equipment. If I just need a one-minute clip for a video, I'll yeah. just do it in console. How good is the 4K going to be, though? That's well, that's the thing. thing. We don't it's know the bitrate bit of it, but yeah. this it, is very it'll be good enough. It'll be good enough for me. Yeah, I've <laughs> signed off off the podcast. I'm like, fucking hell, these are nice. Yeah. 4K Ghost of Tsushima screenshots now coming from me. Oh, that's what God. you can look forward to. <laughs> oh, Ghost of Tsushima Legends drops today. Of course, we haven't had a chance to play it. Oh, is that oh, the cold one? Until 6 p.m. Yeah, that drops at 6 p.m. tonight. Is that a free update? A little PSA for everyone. Yeah, it's just free update. Amazing. I still haven't finished uh, that game. I'm definitely going to give that a go mm. because it looks very fun. Mm. Uh, mm. I'm sure we'll talk about that next week. Mm. little tease for you there, everyone. Ha, ha, ha. ha Adele, you ha, said you had ha, two ha. things. Um, uh, yeah, mm. what was your other thing? Other thing is trophy progress, boys. <laughs> about fucking but they time. Didn't, they didn't show. like I didn't see anywhere on that home screen where the trophies are where are they Dale I, I didn't see that to be fair but I did see so I watched uh, Jonathan Dornbush made a video with our video team mm-hmm. that went live yesterday it was like I think it was called like five major changes or something like that and one of them where they showed the screen of trophy progress where it showed like there's this bronze trophy and you're 20% towards completing it I need that but like that so badly cool. yeah yeah because in Avengers at the moment I only need <laughs> I think two more trophies and I'm not sure if one of them's bugged or not but one of them is like rescue 100 prisoners and mm. I have no idea I could have done 20 I could have done 85 at this point I have no idea yeah. how many I've actually done it, and it, I would love to know that it's amazing how fast you you lose count of like as somebody who's done a lot of those sort of collectible things you like you quickly lose count of how many you've got and with something there mm. just to guide you you know in that okay 
if I want to do it tonight, I can look, okay, I've only got five to get, I can do this tonight instead of yeah. just aimlessly trying to find things. Mm-hmm. For someone who's like into collectibles, and there's a lot of people out there who like that sort of stuff, I think that is a godsend. And I think one, frankly, it should have came a long time ago. Mm, but What do you lot think about the, uh, was it picture in picture? So if I'm playing Sackboy, I can watch someone play. I have always hated I picture in picture yeah. or anything. Like, I just don't. I think that's really I, I do second screen stuff. Like I'll play something, then have something on, on my laptop if mm. it's just like, I'll play FIFA in the background whilst yeah. have a TV show on that I'd half watching. But mm. I can't, I sign about having a picture in picture that really bugs me. I think yeah. if it's a co op game, it kind of makes sense, maybe. But I don't want to watch someone play Uncharted whilst I'm playing some unrelated game. Like, what Can does you, that yeah. do for me? Uh, I would say I don't ever really want to watch anyone playing anything. Like, that doesn't interest me. Like, the only Twitch streamers I would actually watch are people that, like, I enjoy them as a personality. Yeah. But I don't want to watch just pure gameplay. Did they confirm? Can you do picture in picture on other apps? So, can I have Netflix in the corner while I'm playing something. I doubt it. Well, I mean, that gameplay stream, you're only just streaming information from the internet, so I don't see why not. Unless, like, the running multiple applications at the same time. I feel like there was some, like, weird rule for, like, I don't know, capture thing on the screen, perhaps, if you have Netflix running as well. I don't know. I feel like that might be a stretch. I mean, I that know. does speak to how a lot of, um, especially like younger generations, like consume media as well. Is like like what Cardi said, like playing the game. <laughs> well, I'm, I was thinking of um, Rory actually. Like, but he used to always say like he couldn't really just watch TV shows. He always had to do something on his phone at the same time. Oh, right. It's just like a, a low attention span sort of thing. It I is guess. an easy way to get distracted. To be fair, I am yeah. guilty of that. And so, wondering if that's sort of sort of like aiming towards those sort of people with those proclivities yeah or can I have like that trophy pinned in the corner so it's like can you like track trophies does that happen so like say I need 50 collect 50 things in a game can I have it like pop up every time I get one so I'm tracking Um, that progress games do have that like Borderlands I think has that and some other games Mm -hmm. like that but yeah it'd be cool if that was like ubiquitous across PlayStation Mm. trophies I would love that that would absolutely be my little pinned like image in the corner. I would love it if they added that. It depends love what they it. are. If it's like, you know, kill 20 people with a shotgun and then every time you kill some shotgun, it pings over the that would be annoying. But if it's yeah. like, yeah, collectibles and stuff, yeah, I'd love it. Mm. It still seems far away, but it is only a month away now. And it is mad that no one's been able to actually go hands-on with it. Yet. I just but. had a, a p- moment of panic this morning when I realised that I've got my PlayStation 5 pre-ordered, but I don't have any games pre-ordered. So I should probably start thinking about games as well because they've got hey, all these. You've got launch. your Spider Man's. You've got your Demon Souls. You've got your Not Cyberpunk. Uh, well, yeah, do you count? Do you count as a PS5 launch? I suppose it is. It is. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's out the same day, is it? Um, that is oh. technically a launch game. <laughs> but I also really want to play. Um, I want to really want to play the Astrobot game, and I really want to play the Little yep. Big Planet game. Well. And, and I want to play Bug Snacks. Yeah. Is Astrobot free on the PS5? Astrobot is built in, I believe, right? Yeah, it comes with every PS5. I think it's, yeah. I think it's only a short, like, three or four hours, but it's what they tend to do with their Astrobot games, which is, like, kind of show you what the controller can do or what a VR headset can do. So I think it'll do some cool stuff with that. So I can't wait. Astrobot must be one of the most underrated series. Like, people love it, but, like,. I don't feel Astrobot gets the dis- no. attention Has there only he deserves. Been one Astrobot game because I've never no, not paid much attention to it. There was there the was... playroom, then the VR playroom, then the VR Astrobot. Um, there was, was a it? mission. Yeah, there was a uh, there was an Astrobot specific VR game, uh, playroom game, yeah. and then he was also part of the initial playroom, wasn't it? It was like a little character mm-hmm. in there, right? Um, okay. I 
I like I'm not into VR games at all like, I get motion sickness and I didn't even have one but I had heard so much about Astrobot and I love platformers so much I went and borrowed uh, a VR unit from the office brought mm-hmm. it home and played Astrobot VR that game is phenomenal like it's not enough so people good. talk about how good that game is <laughs> I know because it's in VR obviously everyone can't try it but mm. like that is my I think number one pick now if someone's like got a PSVR I'm like play Astrobot I yeah. think that's number one on the list now high praises across the board yes that is my ultimate psvr ranking and yes there was only one on there but that's all you need uh anyone got anything else to say about the ui or have we hit on all the points did you um i'm feeling very pessimistic and skeptical when you know they talk about how fast it is and showing you how fast it nips through menus Mm -hmm. i feel like Maybe it's rose tinted glasses, but I feel like the PS4 UI was like that when it launched as well. Mm. Am I am I wrong in thinking that? <sighs> I mean, as more yeah, things get loaded to... on, I guess it's going to get slow over time. Yeah, that's my concern. Is like, is that going to be the same in three years when yeah. everything else takes up so much more power? Are we just we, going to be see. in the same situation. Tell me about speed. Did you see that? Um, spot, like Game Informer have had their Miles Morales cover feature going all week, and there's that clip of like when you leave a hideout in spider-man on ps4 there's like a 10 second load screen or as this like as miles morales he just web slinged out of the hideout straight into the open world with no load screen wow, it's mental that's really that's, cool actually i can't wait oh. i mean also when am i going to be able to look at my phone i'm gonna have to pause games so much more often now just to look at my phone <laughs> they thought about that with extra thumb presses that's a very good point oh. yeah those load times god uh, Matt, you could they get all sorts of things done on like Fallout exactly. games and those low times. I could look at like five Instagram stories. Where am I going to do that now? <laughs> oh, God. Missing out on that content. Oh, well. Um, should we play an endless search? Yeah, why not? Yeah. Inside, it's a UK IGN crew. Yeah, 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 and the ones and twos. We got the games gonna play for you. Inside, I got a question for you. What's at the DJ? We're coming through. Yeah, yeah, and the ones and twos. We got the games gonna play for you. Inside, I got a question for you. Is it in the search? I have bought a quiz this week just while Dell finishes off another Space Raider. <laughs> we don't want you hearing that. No. Uh, but he's preparing his trivia brain with beef. <laughs> <laughs> beef flavour. <laughs> I have got a game here which I've not thought of a title for. Cool. In my Google Doc, it is called IGN Review Game. So, guess where this is going? All right. <laughs> I've got 10 films and games here mm. with the associated IGN re- official review score Ooh. next to them. This is back when we had the 100 point scale. So, okay. things were like 6.8 and 9.1. Right. So. Those are the sort of scores you're going to be thinking of. Okay. Okay. Basically, you want the lowest score possible. I want you both to give me what you think the review score for each of these films and games was. There's 10 of them. And you you get the amount of points. So however far away you are is how many points you get. And you want the lowest number of points at the end of the game. Sure. So say a game was 9.5 and you guessed 9.2, you'd get 0.3 points. Okay. So you want the lowest amount of points. Why do you look confused, Jesse? It's pretty simple, mate. Have you built a have you built a spreadsheet with the calculations already? I've for this? not. I've just I've just got a, a numbered checklist. I had ten minutes to do this earlier. Okay. Today. So you just got to guess what you think the score was for these films and games, and I've right. got ten of them. Here we go. Get as close as you can, is, Jesse. That's all you need to know. Yeah. Okay. That's all you need You've to know. You've made it simple now. I get you it. think <laughs> the review score is. So first one is a game, and it is Red Dead Redemption One. Ah. Uh, who goes first what do you think uh, 
Doe, you can go. You can go first, and then we'll rotate. Okay. Rotate. Nine point four. Oh, a quick game's a good game. Nine point six. Oh. It was 9.7 oh, for Jesse. Nice. Gets a 0.1 score. So nice. That's a good start there for the young man. Uh, 0.3 for Dale. Ooh. So let me type this it's out tight. really it's slowly. Tight. It can change. It can all change in an instant. Oh, yeah. There's 10 of these. I mean, there's some you might get miles out, but that was a solid start. Some of them might not be as obvious. Yeah. Like, we all know that was a great game. You're going to you bring up God Hand. <laughs> We're going to be screwed. <laughs> okay, number two is Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. Now, that one could go anywhere. Wait, was that like the <laughs> sort of... Ice, no, it wasn't isometric, but it was like top-down No, down, this isn't 3D. the game. This is the film. Oh, the film. The okay, film. right. Okay, sorry. Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. Oh, God. What do you think we gave that film when it came out? Oh, Jesse, you go first this time. Uh, let's go for 7.4 <laughs> so I do remember when the I don't remember Origin score but I do remember when these films came out there was a, a week or so where people thought they were good yeah people were hyping it up right <laughs> yeah. so I'm trying, to, I'm trying to find the middle ground here um, so I think you know because the excitement that might bring it up a little bit so I, what did you say 7.4 I said 7.4 yeah I'm going to go Boulder and say 7.7. Oh, it's still saying in the sevens. Even though it's a three at best. It was just 7.0, a seven oh, flat. Oh, God. Okay, so nice. Jesse there with another point Using my, three, my no, point four points. So you're on 0.5. Dale was seven away there, so he's got a full point. So Dale's on one, Jesse's on 0.5. Remember, the lowest score wins. Okay. This one's a game. The original Assassin's Creed. Mm. Okay, so it's me first. Um, 6.5. I'm just going to go for an Ooh. 8. No way. Ooh. Someone must have thought that game was. I know, I can remember who reviewed that back one. in the day. <laughs> it was a 7.5, oh. so Jesse is closer again. <laughs> God, I remember who reviewed it as well. It's frustrating. That's <laughs> a bit mad yeah all right so dale's on two <laughs> points jesse's on one what still did that game seven more to play for 2008 or seven Jesus. something like that it was yeah wasn't it launch year for ps3 wasn't it 2007 yeah maybe ages ago uh i remember it's the first game i got with my ps3 uh okay the next one is a film it's the assassin's creed film oh god Jesse's I've never finished that film. I've tried to watch it like three I times. Started. <laughs> Six point two. I feel like we're more generous with films. Nah, it has I'm to be a say, shit film, though. It is a shit film, but I'm going to say a seven. It's a six point five. Oh so my Jesse's god, Jesse! Again. <laughs> You're amazing. He's, he's at a this. wizard. <laughs> So that is one point. That's three, and then that's two point five for Dale. So the scores currently two and a half points for Dale, one point three points for Jesse. Oh so Jesse word. has got a one point two lead. Still six more to play for, and okay, there's some, okay. some, there's some curveballs. Maybe who knows? I need to focus. The next one. <laughs> oh, Space Raider. <laughs> Dale guesses first with Burnout Paradise, uh, the original release. Yeah, um, no remasters or anything. I'm gonna say a straight nine. 
8.3. It's an 8.8. .8, so oh, Dale has okay. clawed okay. a couple of points back. <laughs> That's 2.7. Never got around to playing that game. What? 1.8. This wasn't big into uh, like racing games back in the day. Oh, I the burnouts. love oh, that fantastic. game. <laughs> <laughs> I planned them twice. Twice? Another, yeah, I did on PS3 another, and PS4. <laughs> well, next up we've got another game that I know Dale loves. I think actually both you might love. Who knows? The game, Friday the 13th. Hello. I do love it. <laughs> Jesse's first. 5. It's a 6. tough one. It is a tough one. Because it is a 10. 6 from Jesse. It's a 10. <laughs> it is a 10. But some technical flaws maybe let it down a little bit. <laughs> uh, what did you say, Jesse? 5.6. Okay, yeah. It must have been a terrible mess back when it was released. It was, yeah. Uh, I'm going to say a six. It's a 6.9. Oh. So Dale has clawed some back. Mm. Now only half a point difference. 3.6 for Dale, 3.1 for Jesse. Jesus. A big 1.3 score there for, for Jesse on Friday the 13th. Okay. Number seven, it's the film The Dark Knight. Mm. Okay. Is that the third one? or No, that's the second that's one, the right. second one. It's the, the, the Joker. Joker. So is it me first? It is you first. Okay. Yes. Um, I feel like we don't give tens to movies barely ever, so I don't want to give it, even though I feel like it probably is that realm. Um, but I'm going to say 9.5. Let's go for a really brave 10. <gasps> It, it was a 10. Oh, yeah. shit. Get him. No points for Jesse mm. there. And Dale has just destroyed what he did in the previous round yeah. and up to a 4.1. There's <laughs> now a full point difference. And only three games oh, left shit. to play. Okay. I need but to be bold. Turn. I need to go bold. It, I tell you, there's a couple here that may turn it. I it's tell you. Oh, we got some things. Barbie game or something. Three more to go. Next, we have the game Resident Evil 7. Uh, Jesse, you're first, right? Yeah, Jesse. I first. know exactly what the score is. Oh, that's oh. <laughs> Well, it's good that you're going second. Yeah. Um, okay, let's. I mean, in my head, I feel like whoever reviewed it must have hated Resident Evil Six and would have given Seven a really good score. So I'm going to go for an eight and <laughs> just leave it at that. Just a standard. Eight. Standard eight. Okay. What are you what are you going for, Dan? It's seven point seven. It oh, is seven point seven. Why do you know that? Because it's Resident Evil Nerd. Seven and it's called seven point yeah. seven. Gamey <laughs> fucking review. Also, I that. worked for IGN when that came out. Yeah, that's true. That means Jesse's got zero point three points. You've got nothing. So four point one to Dale, three point four to Jesse, with two left to play. Number nine, Metal Gear Solid Three Snake Eater. And it's not substance, right? This is just the original Metal Gear Solid 3. Okay. Sneaky. Who's going first? It's, it's me, Dale it? to go first. Uh, 9.3, even though it's a 10. <laughs> <laughs> it's a masterpiece, that game. It's brilliant. Mm, it would have got a really good review score. Let's go for a few points upwards. 9.6. <laughs> It is 9.6. Oh my god, nice. <laughs> Fair play. 
That's another point three points. So that Dale, have been a I don't think it's I can on win four point four. Jesse's on three point four. You need a swing of a whole point. <laughs> well, I mean, Jesse could just play. You smart. are going. You, you are going second though, so you have a chance. Okay. To oh, go, dip, okay. you have to remember. So you'll have to go at least a point different. Yeah, <laughs> have to be. And bold. this is the last one. It's a film. It's Spider Man. As in Sam Raimi's first Spider-Man with oh. Willem Dafoe as the Green Goblin. It's a masterpiece. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Come on, Jesse. Whatever you say, I've got to go a point below or above. <laughs> I'll say at least it's bullshit if it gets anything below an eight. But I will say an eight point five. Let's oh, go for an eight point five. It's definitely not below 7.5 and it's definitely not above 9, but yeah. <laughs> you bastard. Um, right, I'm going to have to I'm going to say 9.6. Oh my lord. We gave it a 3.5. <laughs> Are you serious? You it's gone lower. <laughs> There's no way that film's that bad. What? That's insane. We gave it a 3.5. That's Our not reviewer? right did not like that film. I fundamentally disagree with whoever reviewed that. I mean, it's nowhere near a nine. Let's calm down. It's I like know. a seven. It's I thought it was like a 3.5. I need to read that review now. But yeah, I thought that one... That, you had a I chance. Fucked it, yeah. to go I absolutely uh, fucked it. <laughs> that means Jesse is the first winner of the IGN review score game. What a, a couple of bang on answers though. Mm. from both of you there so you know congratulations uh, I like that one because it was very easy to put together Um, there we go Uh, should we have some feedback yeah as as is the rule quiz winner goes first (laughs) what (laughs) okay well (laughs) rule I've made up (laughs) this is from Jay he says big fan of the podcast not only is this my first time writing in this is my first time writing into any podcast ever which I'm celebrating by drinking on a school night. Oh, lad. Fair enough. Have to these days just to get through the nights, don't we? <laughs> Sandwich story. <laughs> Sandwich story. <laughs> That's not me just saying that. It's, yeah. it's in the new paragraph. This sandwich was not a giant ham sandwich, but it was a giant sandwich that involved other cuts of meat from the pig. There is a burger place in our city called Fat Pats, and they have been, and they have a sandwich called the Three Little Pigs. It sounds like somewhere Alan Partridge would go for his lunch. <laughs> fat Pat. Is, is it fat Pat EastEnders? Is this guy just from EastEnders? I suppose, yeah, I don't know. Well, he yeah. goes on to say that the Three Little Pigs is a fried slice of pork tenderloin topped with pulled pork tossed in barbecue sauce, three slices of bacon, lettuce, tomato, and sandwich sauce, which is pretty much just Thousand Island island dressing i ordered this sandwich a few weeks ago out of morbid curiosity and sweet lord above was this sandwich delicious but dense i didn't even finish the fries that came with the sandwich that's disappointing nor did i eat anything else for the rest of the day thank you for your time jay from louisiana oh from louisiana so you're definitely not in eastenders um Mm. okay before we just talk about the sandwich say tomato again yeah (laughs) I i was saying it because he's from america no. Yeah, okay, that was not way. apparent. That was. <laughs> what do you say, tomato or something? I said tomato, isn't it? Because he's from America. You have to, you know. Well, be yeah, I didn't. People. I didn't get that revealed to the end. It was like a twist. Oh, um, there we go. Do you, I'm always. That sounds like, delicious. To three be different types of. It does sound good, but do you need three different types of pork. Nah, um, like, I don't even get the burgers where it's like burger, like 
Or it's like a burger topped with pork pork. I might just have one. Just mm. use your tongue to decipher the taste both. between the porks. It's worth it. That sounds delicious, <laughs> to be honest. If there's three slices of bacon on top, all you're tasting is salt anyway. Yeah. So. <laughs> Especially if it's American bacon as well. I'm not a big fan is, of bacon anyway, really. What is sandwich sauce? Is it burger sauce? Sandwich? Thousand Island dressing. Oh, thousand Island dressing. Thousand Island dressing, because I'm I not suppose. familiar with that. Yeah. What is that? Let's have a look. Is that not like a, a salad dressing? <laughs> we do have it here, but it's definitely more of an American. Oh, it's an American salad dressing. Oh, oh yeah, it's like, it's like a sort of beigey salad dressing. Is it, it similar to ranch? It does look like discount burger good. sauce, which is the superior sauce for mm. everything. There we go. The three mm. little pigs. I mean, it's a good name for a sandwich, I'll give it that. Mm. It fits the bill. You know what you're getting. I've got a piece of feedback here from Tony. Tony. From the Chicago suburbs. A couple of Americans already. Yeah. I don't have to say tomato though. Uh, <laughs> what's up, boys? I've been listening to older episodes in the last few months, and I heard you talking about your Christopher Nolan rankings. As a cinephile myself, I personally love everything he's ever made. I noticed you guys did not mention Interstellar. While I understand some people don't connect with it as much as I do, I find it to be his masterpiece, and even though I've seen it nearly ten times, I still cry... I think that's the type of that. I still cry during the last three or four seasons I don't know there's some time yeah. just wondering what your opinions on the film have a good day I love Interstellar same it's uh, not I don't think it's his best but it's like definitely in his what am I I think I have Inception one yeah then I don't know there's I, an easy way for me to find this out isn't I, there I, I don't think seconds. Interstellar holds up on TV because I watched it in the cinema in the biggest mm. one it I could go to and it, it was an experience it. but then watching yeah. it back home when I could see it again because I was so excited I was like this doesn't feel the same and I know they're completely different films but I had the same feeling with Avatar back when I watched it for the first time I was like this is sure, great and no. I watched it on TV Avatar and I was like, in the cinema shit. is incredible yeah, yeah it was a new I experience I remember I saw mm. Interstellar in the cinema I thought it was unbelievable watched it again at home thought it was still very very good and then a couple of years ago they re-released it in IMAX and I went to see it again at the cinema and yeah it's just unbelievable when those like organs are like going full oh, yeah. blast and they're trying to do the docking sequence yeah that is unbelievable I, uh, I, I do really like Interstellar I think it's a good film I just think in terms of Nolan films for me it's it's like on the bottom half of the list I just think there's so many others that I love so much more um, mm-hmm. so I would never really it would never be my go-to Nolan film that I talk about really like Inception uh, Memento. I think and, I only have Inception and The Prestige about it, so it's probably my mm. third favourite. Nolan. I think I've I prefer Dunkirk as well. To be fair, I think mm-hmm. um, they're all so close. Like, like he's very good. I, Turns I out very good. Except he for Tenet, is very which good. Like, good. I I do absolutely <laughs> love Instellar. Apart from I just don't like the last like couple of minutes. I feel like it's all too abrupt mm. and doesn't quite. It's hit put, for me. Puts a bow on it at the end as well, doesn't it? Yeah, so it's quite neat and tidy. I don't want to spoil it for people, but I feel like there's one interaction that just doesn't ring true for me yeah. but I do think it's easily probably his most emotional film which people often level at him unfairly I think yeah so, there we go I love Interstellar yeah okay. uh, Dale <clears throat> yes this is from the Canadian King that's no other information <laughs> so it's a subject simple question as the title suggests I do in fact have a simple question what is your favourite video game or movie soundtrack I hope you all enjoy yourselves this weekend and have a lovely day. Mm-hmm. I, I well, we talked, talked about Interstellar. That one's incredible. Mm. Uh, I mean, I think there's the some that I love. Like, uh, soundtrack oh, I mean, yeah, brilliant. all the Lord of the Rings ones. I mean, Howard Shaw, he does some amazing stuff, man. The Lord of the Rings soundtrack is just yeah. banging. There's some, like, obviously, 
There Will Be Bloods is incredible, but I'm it's not the sort of soundtrack I'm just listening to. Yeah. Is that the film? Like, that works perfectly for the film. Is that the film I watched on the on the plane and you were... Yeah, that I thought, basically yeah. forced you to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was a long-ass yeah. film, but it I was mean, enjoyable. It, it's the best. Uh, <laughs> I would say watching it on a plane probably isn't the best way to watch it, but yeah. <laughs> it's still great. Um, in terms of sound, like, there's the ones that get repeated all the time. Like The social network is yeah, the one great. for me, I think, is... For me, I, I always think, I always think about how much I enjoy soundtracks. But when it comes to this question, I can never just think of them off the top of my head. <laughs> There's tons of them out there, but uh, yeah, I'm completely Revenge blanking. But as soon as you said like the Sherlock Network, yes, immediately that comes to mind. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can't even. There's remember a few the that I put on like that for work. Like, mm. yeah, the Social Network's one. Parasites was really good for that. Oh, I don't really remember. Um, Dunkirk's is amazing, yeah, but I mean you know, that'll put you on edge. If you've got a deadline coming, put Dunkirk on. <laughs> that ticking will get you going. <laughs> when when you say the soundtrack for the Social Network, is it actually the score of the film, or is it just yeah yeah oh, okay? Because so I can't Fred remember so of the score. Something really, really oh, ner- it's incredible. I need to so something to really nerdy, and I I realised I was listening to it the other day was and the Final Fantasy VII remake soundtrack. I think mm-hmm. uh, I really enjoy that because I think that might be my favourite thing about that game is like the modern versions of those you know original tracks that i loved as a kid those tunes are banging they're, they're so good like the fight music especially and the best <laughs> music is so good yeah i do i love game soundtracks but i don't tend to just put them on like i do with some film ones like mm. i think god of wars is incredible cool. yeah. i'm never just putting that on like the album god of war ost like, i'm not i did listen to the no man's sky soundtrack recently but that was oh, because that i'd been good. looking at the trailer a lot and i'd been hearing that music a lot and it just made me really want to hear more of that yeah you're basically just listening to the band that's yeah. kind of that works yeah yeah you're never just putting on like i don't know the super mario bros theme on in your house <laughs> are you to listen to yeah. although the is it the oh what is it i think it's the chemical zone music from sonic the hedgehog 2 that is <laughs> you just got abs- that on repeat that's an absolute banger i think it's that one i've got to find out i think the ace combat soundtrack is not loved enough like i know people don't really might not like the game but if you've never listened to the soundtrack yet it's actually banging for mm-hmm a lot of the games it's really yeah. good stuff there's the original resi ones as well but again are you putting that on in your house just doing the washing up whilst having i mean you know the come? the safe room themes they are pretty chill you know if you they need are, to do a little bit are. of writing and stuff uh, it was relaxed. the it was the chemical plant zone it is it is top tier it's good music oh, and also from super mario odyssey what's the song that from the new donk city level that's an absolute oh, banger yeah. a lot that's of people just, hated that's just that, a didn't good they? word I love that. That that level was incredible. Mm. I need to replay that game. Um, yeah, let do let us know what your favourite soundtracks are at IGN underscore UK feedback at IGN dot com. Also, the keep the sandwiches coming. We will. <laughs> I like sandwich names. Uh, What's the worst sandwich you've ever had? <laughs> Ooh. The wor- yeah okay that's a good question we want that what's the worst sandwich we're broadening it to, to all sandwich stories if anyone went what to the like worst sandwich experience you've ever had if anyone went to fire festival they've got this though. they've got this one already <laughs> the fire festival <laughs> <laughs> uh, well that was lovely wasn't it um, mm. I suppose for music we should chemical plant we just zone. discussed <laughs> yeah well there we go sorted yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you very much alrighty <laughs> Bye. Have a good weekend. Bye. Bye.